Welcome to the Ben and Walker Movie Show. I am your co-host, Ben Davis, joined by my other co-host, Walker Holt, and we're excited to have a conversation with you about one of our favorite things in the world, top 10 lists. Um, If this is your first time being here with us, welcome. We're so glad to have you. And while you're here, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with all the latest content that we have for you guys. And if you enjoy your time with us today, please leave us a comment, a like, share us around, uh, and let us know your thoughts on today's show because that helps us out a good deal. Uh, This is our weekly show where we break down, usually break down movies and TV news that interest us. Uh, discuss some trailers and talk about some things that we've been watching this week. However, we'll be discussing, as I alluded to, our top 10 movies of 2023. Now, you might be asking, well, 2023 ended a little bit ago, but, you know, being from a small town and we don't really get all the movies. And I like to have like a big pool of movies to choose from. And I like to be as knowledgeable as I as I can be when making a top 10 list, which is always fun to do, Walker. Oh, yeah, I, I, I top 10 lists really are one of my favorite things in the world. It, uh, yeah, they're fun to do. Yeah, I love rankings. I love and I love like recording my thoughts and data. And it's been fun to revisit it because um, I don't know. My my mind has changed. You come sometimes on from both ends of the spectrum. You can come out of like the theater on a high, having a good time, loving it, and then you start thinking about it more. You start comparing it to other movies that you have similarly rated. You've got, um, you know, you talk to other people, I talk to you. You start to poke holes in movies, or maybe you start to lift movies up and start mm-hmm. to like change my mind on them, and I start to rethink it. I rewatch it. There's just a lot that goes into it that can. Um, my mind gets changed a lot. It's fun to revisit. That's all it is. Is fun. It's fun, and it's what all I always like to do whenever I discuss like a top 10 list or anything like that is like this is just a fun snapshot in time of how I'm feeling currently. But later on down the road, those movies will rearrange over time. It is very rare that they don't move around. Mm -hmm. It is so rare that they don't change. Um, this is just a cool snapshot. You know, these are not, you know, written in stone. I agree. Also worth mentioning. I mean, worth reiterating, like you just said, uh, I mean, it's January 21st when we're recording this. It's hard to, I mean, it's tough to get all the movies in. I mean, especially if you have families, if you have a job, if you have anything else to do in your life. Um, (laughs) and, And, you know, people who are big time movie fans know December is just a dump of great movies. Usually, usually movies that think they have a shot in award season, try mm-hmm. to, you know, get an edge with recency bias. And they, they pull a lot. Um, they pour a lot of it on in December. So, I mean, it takes a lot to get caught up. Like he said, small towns, hard to get it in theaters. Um, and it, it's just a lot. I always, get, I always get super anxious. Yeah, and it is hard to play. and I didn't finish. I mean, so so I imagine and I'll and I'll I'll make a note of this, you know, in the coming weeks when we record our normal weekly episodes as I'm able to finish up 2023 movies of things that may may get put in place of others cuz I imagine yeah. a couple of them, one or two in particular that I'm excited about certainly could end up on this list that aren't there yeah. now because of uh 
just sheer time and availability. I mean, I'm a, I like to support the industry and, and go to the theater and purchase movies and rent movies. I don't want to like pirate anything, but right? it is hard to see in it all. I mean, you would, there's, you would think it'd be more access. Like three movies that I did not see that I really, really wanted to see and society of the snow is one that I, I didn't, I hadn't had time to sit down and watch. Um, what's it called? Emma Stone movie. Yeah. Poor things. Poor things. I keep wanting to call it beautiful creatures. That's not it. That's a Peter Jackson movie. Um, but yeah, poor things I missed. And, uh, the author movie. Yeah. American fiction. Yeah. Same for me, those three in a society that snows on Netflix, but again, it's just tough to squeeze it all in. We've been watching a lot of stuff. That's a long movie uh, too. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, well, we'll see these movies. And I mean, I've got about 12 that I want to see from 2023 and I don't expect. I certainly could be wrong, but I don't expect yeah. very many of them to enter the top 10, um, except maybe a couple like the ones you just mentioned. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. And I'm sure you, you may say some on your list that I haven't seen yet. And I'll acknowledge that I haven't seen them. Um, yeah. Do you remember what your top movies were? This is off topic, completely off topic from what we were talking about. Um, But do you remember what your top 10 movies were for 2022? Oh, gosh. No, I mean, not off the top of my head. I could I could probably um, I mean, I I loved Top Gun Maverick. I loved Avatar. Yeah. I liked everything everywhere at one all at once. I was really excited that it won the Oscar, but it, it, it I didn't love it as much as like the rest of the world loved it. I probably I'm feel similarly to it as you do Spider Man or Spider Verse. Um, like I, I thought it was good. I thought it was great, but it was like you guys are acting like this is like changed the game. I just it was exciting for me that something unique and and odd and I guess not mainstream, but. I just glad it got recognized at the at the yeah. awards, and uh, I thought that was that was pretty neat. Um, I'm, a, I'm gonna pull cool, though. I'm gonna pull mine up here if I can find it. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Um, these are the top ten films of 2022 with five honorable mentions. I have Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Push, uh, Puss in Boots, Banshees of Inisherin, The Woman King, and She Said as honorable mentions, and then. Um, top 10 in uh, starting at number 10 Scream, The Northmen, 13 Lives, All Quiet on the Western Front, The Fablemans, getting into the top five, The Menu, Nope, Top Gun Maverick, The Batman, and Avatar The Way of Water. I think that would still stick. I think that that top 10 list pretty much. That's a great insane. list. Yeah, a lot of mine are on there. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I said Avatar, I said Top Gun, Nope, also great. Um, I just didn't record it like I do now. Back then, um, <laughs> yeah. the uh, I'm trying to think, of, the Batman's obviously great. Uh, X was good. Um, Pearl was great. Yeah, what what name a couple? Say your top ten again. Emily the Criminal was one that I liked a lot too. Did you see that on Netflix? I never saw that. Worth, worth checking out. Uh, top 10, I'll go from 1 to 10. Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Top Gun Maverick, Nope, The Menu, Fable Menu. Wins. Yeah, the, the Menu. 
menus. The menu came in late. I saw that and I was like, dude, this is hilarious. Yeah, I saw it on plane. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Mm -hmm. Good movie. Good plane movie. Um, but before we get to this, this year's top 10 list, is there anything you want to talk about that you saw this week before we get into it? Um, wrapped up Fargo. Good show. You know, that, that show, I love the movie and I've really liked every season. Um, the first season's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty similar to the movie. They all have a similar tone, but that one's really similar to the movie. And then the second season is a little different. They're all in different time periods. Uh, there's one with Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor. He plays twins, which is cool. Um, uh, season four, people did not love it, uh, but I didn't mind it as much. I didn't hate it like other people did. It was the worst season, but it was Chris Rock. And it was in 50 St. Louis, I think. Uh, this one has John Hamm. It's based in 2019, I think, Minnesota. Uh, John Hamm's in it. He's awesome. Um, it's got the guy from Stranger Things, Harry. I forgot his name. You know the guy with the big poof hair? Um, yeah. yeah. I think his name's Harry in the show. Uh, he's he's in it, and he's good. It's got um, Juno Juno Temple, is that her name, from from Ted Lasso. Um, good show. Yeah. It, it wrapped up last week. Uh, stuck the landing. Good season. I don't know what the future is for that show. I recommend it though, especially if you like if you like the um see it's also anthology, so every season's different. There's a slight bit of overlap. Um usually it's more of Easter egg style though. Like it's just like acknowledging that it's the same if universe. You've been that's about it's like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about all. I mean, you don't definitely don't have to watch anything. And uh speaking of anthology, uh True Detective season four started last Sunday. I have not started it yet. I will be watching it less. Tonight's episode two is Sunday where we're recording. Um, so I'll be watching that and um, I'll keep you in the loop. You know, if it's good, if it's not good, if uh, um, I'll definitely talk, I'll, I'll wrap it up once we, once it's over. But um, I, you know, true detective, I did love season one, loved it. Season two was lesser. Season three brought it back to true form and felt like a great follow-up to one. It wasn't quite as good as one, but it was good. Marshall Ali's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Great guess. This one's Jodie Foster. It's based in Alaska. I think it's called the, it's got a subtitle called it's called true detective, the night country. And I think it's based in Alaska during the, um, the time of year where it's dark most of the time, I think. Um, and Jodie Foster's in it. Um, uh, so we'll see. Nice. nice. Oh, I saw the color purple too. Um, Oh yeah. What'd uh, you think of that? Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, very similar in rating to the original, which was a yeah. classic. I mean, it's a good movie. Um, uh, both have interesting tones. You know, I mentioned this on our last episode. Did you uh, feel the exact same way I did when it comes to some of the music? Ma- like, yes, totally. but I had just watched the original for the first time um, okay. the week before, and I felt the original had a a, a little bit of a... it's. It had a little bit of a slapstick undertone to it that was like, oh, and I was like, maybe that's to lighten the mood from such a dark topic, but that it almost feels like it cheapens it. It's hard to like quite like uh, put my finger on why it bothered me, you know. I can, but then I started understanding why they did it. Um, I will say for the original, I forgot several times that that movie was forty years old. That it was made in the mid eighties. Like I, watching, I mean, it was, so it was obviously ahead of its time and well done. And like when I would, when I would, they would make interesting 
direction, Spielberg would make interesting choices in his cuts for the violence and things like that, that were, um, I, I, you'd forget when you're watching like, Oh, well, this is 40 years ago, you know? And, uh, so it was definitely ahead of his time. Um, um, and I, and I should, um, consider that when I'm, when I'm thinking about it, but this had a very similar feel to it. Obviously, instead of slapstick, we went more with the musical aspect, but I, I did prefer this route. And I did think this overall was better. I yeah, thought a lot of the characters stayed true to the original characters, but a lot of them were improved upon like Harpo particular, um, um, the son, the character was just fleshed out a little more, um, more interesting. I cared more. Um, obviously Daniel Brooks was fantastic in it. Um, I did like some of the music, a lot of the music I liked, um, just trying to separate compartmentalize regardless of whether I liked having music in it. I did like some of the songs. They were good. Hallie Bailey's obviously can, can crush her. She's just got the pipes. Yeah, the, the uh, movie itself I thought was great. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I went in thinking, okay, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a huge musical guy. Yeah. Um, but I ended up really loving it. Um, obviously, I gave it like a must see last week when we talked about yeah. it. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I saw. Speaking of musicals, I saw Mean Girls the musical, um, like two nights ago. Um. Eh. Yeah. Eh. It it's the exact same movie. Is just it? with music. Hmm. It's the exact same movie just with music. Um I didn't know overall I didn't really love it. Like I it, I didn't hate it. Like it's not bad. I think if you're a fan of the original uh Mean Girls, check it out. Um but I I won't think about it much. Like if I'm going to watch, you know, a Mean Girls movie, I'm going to watch the original. Um, Again, it's pretty much the exact same movie. Uh, And the original's become a classic. I'm going to see it this week. I was waiting. I I wanted to rewatch the original before I went and saw it. And I know I'm going to be watching the original soon anyway. So I um, was just kind of kind of wait and do kind of two birds in one day or two birds, you know, just wait together. Um, So I'll I'll see it this week. Um, I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, I mean, the cast is fine. Um, the girl who plays Regina George, I thought was, uh, I think she did a, a really good job. I'm going to actually look up the actress's name real quick. Um, I thought she did a really good job. My only issue is that, like, Regina George is supposed to be, like, a little bit more, like, preppy. And she comes across uh, Renee Rapp and she comes across as like less preppy, mm. more like punk rocker. And it, it feels like a bit of a miscast, even though she does a good job. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was just the pretty much the exact same movie. I'd give it like a, a rent it. It's not bad, but it's kind of forgettable. Uh, but then I also saw The Beekeeper, which was unbelievable. You know, really? um, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of more puns, but I can't think of any more puns right now. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Sorry. Took me a minute. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. Now, um, I'll I'll leave the be puns aggressive. behind me, you know, um, I, won't, I won't talk about it anymore. But uh, 
No, I thought it was like stupid, but really entertaining. Mm-hmm. The amount of B puns in the movie is ridiculous. Um, Jason Statham is 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 cast really well. I think David Ayer really knows how to bring out the best in Statham. Um, the action's pretty fun. The plot's ridiculous. It is a eighties nineties action movie uh, set in the modern day, and uh, I I enjoyed it. I'd give it like a a, a see it. I'll go see it. Like a light, yeah. go see it. It's not bad. I'll probably check. I'll check it out if I have time. Uh, I definitely see it. I'll see if I see it in theaters or not. Yeah. But let's let's go ahead. Enough chit chat. Let's go ahead and, and and talk about our top ten list. But before we get to our top ten list, let's do some honorable mentions here, Walker. Um, these are in no particular order. You want to go back and forth? Yeah, I can go back and forth, or I can burn off my five right now. You want me? To, you want to go back and forth? Let's go back and forth. Make a little bit of a discussion. Um. All right. So I number fifteen. Uh. You know my. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. But one of my honorable mentions is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, I thought it was a great movie. I loved the focus. It was emotional. It was well acted. It was hilarious. It was a great end cap to a great trilogy. It makes me excited for the future of the DCU too. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful movie. I won't say any more about it, though, because we might be talking about it a little later. Sure. Um, speak, staying in the superhero genre, uh, The Flash yeah. is my first honorable mention. Uh, at one point, this movie was in my top 10 movies of the year. Um, but I, I've rewatched it a couple of times since, and I do see the the faults in the movie. However, that movie is just a lot of fun, and the emotional core of it works so so well um i i thought it was a, a a blast and as far as like the ending of the dceu this kind of serves as the best in- version of like an ending for the dceu in my opinion um yeah. but yeah i i i quite enjoyed it i still give it a must see i think again the emotional core of the film the stuff with his mom in the grocery store is beautiful so yeah that's an honorable mention for me um my next honorable mention i'll say may december um this was this was a challenging movie to watch it was also a challenging movie to make and it required three knockout performances and we got three knockout performances from it so i uh they, they they tackled a tough subject matter and um and they they found um something true which is i think a theme of the movie um but yeah it just missed out on my honorable mentions i i and it pained me i had to cut it um but mm-hmm. yeah as a movie i i really appreciate it you talk about if you love great acting that's a mm-hmm. great movie to watch because there are three knockout performances like you said in it with uh charles melt it's charles melton yeah, he he yeah. does an incredible job in the film, yeah. and hopefully yeah. he gets that Oscar Oscar nomination. Yeah, um, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. I uh, just missed mine. Yeah, it's you know I think it's funny you know when that movie came out, a lot of people loved it, but I think over time, I feel like the buzz kind of died down, and people didn't talk about it as much. 
Um, yeah. It kind of just kind of came and went, which is weird because like when I saw it, like the movie's pushing three hours or close to it and it goes by in a breeze. Those action set pieces are incredible, whether it's the the airport action sequence, the car chase, which is phenomenal. And of course, the incredible action sequence at the end there. Um, I just think it's a it's a rip roaring great action film from one of our greatest actors in Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think it stayed true to the franchise. I think it gave us yep. something enjoyable, something that uh, was shocking. Um, interesting marketing technique, which I, I think probably was a great idea um, in terms of like giving away the big move to like sell the movie and stuff like with the with the the bike jump and everything when i think they could have made that as far but i think it um but also um probably hurt by um scheduling and stubbornness in terms of weekend opening weekend and things like that uh I i think it really what really hurt it was the what you're talking about yeah and uh it was my number 16 movie of the year so it missed me by once but i a lot of fun. Uh, my next uh, honorable mention is going to be John Wick, John, John Wick Four. I don't know what it's called. Not Parabellum or whatever the third one was weirdly called. John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah. Um, this held up. I mean, Keanu's sixty in the in the close to sixty years old and and just killing it from beginning to end. Ice. Um. Uh, beautiful choreography. Great set piece, or not set pieces, but great uh, like on location you know, shooting. Yeah, go ahead. What's interesting is it's a beautiful looking movie too. Like it's not just like cool action. Like it, it's a gorgeous looking movie. Yeah, and, and you know, there's no frills about it. They kind of just get to business. And you know, I mean, I guess you know this comment already hasn't aged well, but they kind of just they told their story and they, they cut it off. But I, I get, I mean, I know we're, 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 we want more of the universe, but I love the lore too. I love how they've, they've expanded into the universe. That kind of stuff can get pretty cheesy. They handled it in this cool, um, like really almost cool. old school way where it yeah. just feels like, um, it's just interesting, you know, and they, they are kind of unapologetic about it. Great, uh, guest stars sprinkled throughout the whole franchise, but, uh, like this movie a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Fell down five million steps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have more to comment on that later. I'm sure. Um, my number three. It's not. None of these are really numbered. Um, air. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best sports movies that I, I've seen recently, and it's crazy because it's like this, f- like fifteen minute part of the last dance, right? Mm-hmm. Where they go into the whole shoe deal. Jordan really wanted to be with Adidas and they really, they talked him into doing Nike. Um, and thank God. Cause those Jordan ones, man, those are the best looking sexiest shoe ever created. Um, love that shoe. Um, love this movie. It's filled with great performances, excellent direction. I mean, Ben Affleck is one of those people. He reminds me a lot like of, him and Bradley Cooper, or, or even though Bradley Cooper is, you know, like the generation after him, I think, like they share a lot of com- commonalities where they are so incredibly talented, um, maybe even more so talented behind the camera. Uh, ben Affleck's 
an incredible director and he took this script with Matt Damon and crushed it. Oh, yep, I agree. I uh, I need to rewatch that movie. I have, I've only seen it it's the on ones on theaters. It's, it's got a great rewatchability factor to it. I know, and I just you know just going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's just tough to it's just tough to squeeze in a lot of rewatches. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you're just trying to get as much out as you can. Uh, but I it's been like on my like on like on my Apple TV. You know that like kind of links everything together. Yeah. It's like started like six minutes into it. It's like been on my up next list for four months because i keep like almost starting it and then like uh, i'm going to sleep or something you know i, <laughs> yeah. I started at at midnight or something it's like all right it's too late i gotta go to bed yeah. um but i definitely need to rewatch a great cast um yeah next on my list uh killers of the flower moon i think this was directed beautifully the editing the score the cinematography all amazing the performances i thought were fantastic i'm a big leo defender in this movie i thought he was awesome billy gladstone obviously was the star of the show and robert uh de niro joins a a group of um unbelievable sporting actors this year killers Uh, row yeah yeah Uh, they're Um, they it was a brutal story it was a powerful story um uh, it was it was it was a good movie. Yeah. So this is the one that I thought you would think is controversial because it's not in my top 10 and it's not my honorable mentions. I, I just cut it out um, much. I, I agree with everything you said. Um, the reason that I, I don't have it because um, Lily Gladstone, out of all the performances I've seen this year, still gives my favorite just overall performance of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's incredible. I hope she wins the Oscar. Um, granted, I haven't seen Poor Things, so Emma Stone could knock, knock me out. But right. um, the reason I don't have it on here is because I saw it, and I don't really want to go back to see it again. And it's, it, it is a brutal story, but it has nothing really to do with the brutality of it. It's just I don't think there's a lot of rewatchability factor to it as much as I I think it's a, a great movie and Martin Scorsese is one of our best, if not our best uh, director working today. I just, it's not one I thought about much after um, seeing it and discussing it with you. Yeah, I kind of agree. And I've, I've, um, You know, the uh, we talked about this in in our in our discussion about it, but the film is intentionally paced as a slow burn, mm-hmm. and it and it and it goes into detail to show the just torture that was just you know the, the display of torture that was was unbelievable, but it, it just makes it tough on a on a near four hour movie. Yeah. Um, to, to I mean, and and when it's so brutal, I mean, and I and maybe that's the point. Um, but and I know I've been a grumpy old man this year complaining about long movies, and that's not typically my take. Maybe maybe it's because of how much content, um, how much more content this year I've watched than I usually do, because um, I am a long movie guy, and I still like watch Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. and think I'm like I, I I want more at the end of it. I think it's paced so well that I just love it. This one just this one I was getting antsy in my seat. Not that I wasn't enjoying what I was watching, but I was just kind of doing the math in my head like all right previews were 24 minutes you know it's three hours and 30 minutes when to go see the movie when to go see the movie at one o'clock got out at around 4 35 yeah 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 um but tough uh, 
that's why it's not making my top 10, but it, uh, but it is worth mentioning. Um, next up on my honorable mentions, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, mutant mayhem. Uh, <laughs> At one point in time, this was my favorite animated movie of the year. Um, This movie is it's the perfect Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because it focuses on them being teenagers and not just being, you know, the Cowabunga. They still are the Cowabunga, Cowabunga, like Ninja Turtles. But this is it focuses the 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 relationship on them being teenagers and all being very unique and different. And I just thought the animation style was wonderful. I I thought the score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross was awesome. I, I just this, I was not expecting to love this movie as much as I did, but I absolutely loved it. Jackie Chan is splinter is <laughs> fantastic. I, I, I love this movie. It just did miss my uh my top 10 but it doesn't change the fact that this is still a wonderful movie love this movie thought it was awesome a lot of fun i agree animation awesome especially you know i'm you know we mentioned spider verse and stuff i mean that's obviously a work of art in terms of animation and to do it like right next to that and be its own thing yet just i mean also very impressive Mm -hmm. um and 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 not copycat or anything like that they made it i mean that that's very um tough to do and they 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 held their own and and did their own thing um also love the script or maybe lack their lack thereof like improvisation or 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 dialogue that was um they kind of like let the kids just kind of free flow and talk and sound real yeah like they sound like just kids like you would overhear you know it it sounds like kids doesn't sound like you know, a thirty-year-old. Yeah. It doesn't sound like the meme of uh, yeah. was it uh, Belushi walking with a skateboard? Like, what's up, kids? You know, <laughs> hello, like fellow it, kids. Yeah, hello, fellow kids. It's not that they they just seem like teenagers and like kids, you know. You know, so that, I I thought that that was well done as well. Yeah. Um, it's the last one I think. Right, my last honorable mention before we get picking the up. The holdovers. Um, thought this was a lot of fun, beautiful movie. Um. Killing have, the smalls. I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six movies rated as a ninety this year, which just seemed to be the most popular score I gave out this year. And and the hold, the holdovers is one of them. Um, and three of them made the cut. Uh, and I just went down to favorite. Uh, this movie's great. I mean, it's my number eleven on the year. And uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it more. Uh, I think. The performances are fantastic. Dominic Sessa is a great breakout performance. I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, my number five is Past Lives. Hmm. Um, as I talked about last week, I think this movie is beautiful. I think it is a beautiful movie, a beautiful story, incredibly well acted, and incredibly well told. I think the script is genius. I, I think hmm. the it's a very melancholic movie and it's the atmosphere and the score really sets you in that place and puts you in that mood. I think it's a, it's a beautiful movie. We'll talk about it more. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. All right. Now we're moving into our top 10. All right. So how we're going to do this, this is very much inspired by, uh, the top 10 podcast, uh, by John Roca and Matt Nost. Um, 
and how they did things. Uh, we'll go back and forth. I'll do 10. Walker will do 10. But if there's something that's in our top five or one of our top fives, we'll punt and we'll talk about it when we get to it. If that makes sense. Did I describe that well enough, Walker? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um, you want to flip a coin? See who goes first? Oh, um, I have a coin. Sure. Go it's, ahead. It's not weighted. It's not weighted. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you want heads or tails? Heads. I forgot to ask. Heads. All right. Oh, my hand-eye coordination sucks. All right. Tails. All right. I will go first. My number 10. Elemental. Okay. I, as I talked about it on the pod, I love how hopelessly romantic this movie is. It is so sweet. It wears its heart on its sleeve. The animation is beautiful. I'm a big score guy. I love the score, but it's got a great father daughter story in it. It's got the immigration story in it. That's beautiful as well. But to me, the, the most appealing thing about this movie is just how beautiful and romantic this movie is. It's, it's, it's so sweet and romantic and I love it. And that's why it is uh, my number 10 movie of 2023. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I made that on that list. So you'd say it, uh, it it holds up as the, uh, it holds its name as a Pixar movie. It does. It it does. It's, it kind of had a slow burn at, at the box office. I think it eventually broke even, I think. Um, but I didn't see it in theaters. And what a fool am I for not seeing it in theaters? Because I, I wish I had. This movie's wonderful. Cool. Um, I'll have to see it. I'll have to check it out. Is it was it was it similar at all to uh, Inside Out. That was the vibe I got from the trailer, but I wasn't sure uh, if that was just because of the colorful little creatures and that made it I seem think, like it. I think that's it. I think that is the only commonality. That and the score, scores are both beautiful. I think that, to me, is the only commonality. Got it. Um, all right, well, my number 10 movie on the year is going to be Barbie. Um... I thought this absolutely hit for me. I thought it was it was so fun. I thought Greta Gerwig did a magnificent job directing it. Obviously, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling stole an unstealable show. I mean, they, it was just fantastic. The, the complaints I've heard about it um, from from other podcasts or critics or reviews or anything have been that it was a little on the nose. I disagree. I thought it was enlightening and. Um, uplifting and uh and well done and also with its general like with for children watching this movie growing up and letting them like kind of define what barbie is to the next generation and 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 teach these like lessons from these perspectives from from women i I thought it was just beautifully done i was laugh out loud funny it was cry in the theaters touching um, yeah, I, I, uh, it, it held its own as, as one of the, the most anticipated double feature, maybe in history. Um, I, 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 
I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was beautiful. Uh, I think anyone should see this movie and can learn from this movie. Um, I think if you're thinking it's on the nose and didn't teach anything new, I think you should wake up and smell the fucking coffee and look around the world and realize you're wrong. Um, I, I think it was uh, magnificently done. <laughs> now, I look, I, I think. I think it's a good movie. I think it's good, but messy. Um, there's a couple of things that I don't necessarily love about it, but I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, I think the main message of the movie that women can be anything, but they don't have to be everything is something that is a message. I said this when I talked about the movie, it's a message that I want my daughter to hear. She can be anything in the world she wants to be, but she doesn't have to be everything and it's an impossible tightrope that women have to walk uh and the movie beautifully captured that and my third favorite scene of the year which is america ferrera giving the experience of what it's like to be a woman Mm. um and how you know as a man i can't really relate to that but i can relate to the aspect of having to to walk a tightrope because people all everyone has to walk that tightrope but also I see my mom walk that tightrope. I see my sisters walk that tightrope. I see my wife walk that tight tightrope. It's hard. It's hard. Oh. It's impossible. And that, that speech is incredible. It's my, my third favorite scene of the year. Um, great choice. Great choice. Um, again, I have come around to thinking it was a mixed bag of a movie to I've seen it four times now. I think it's oh, a, oh. a good movie. That's a bit messy in parts, but still good nonetheless. And I love Greta Gerwig. So good choice. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is going to shock you and probably anyone that has seen that TikTok that I did of this movie. Uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse at number nine. Oh, it does surprise me. Yeah. Um, um, we could definitely, you, I mean, you say, if you want to share a little bit, do it, but we, we this is, in absolute punt situation if if okay it's a it's if it's a punt situation we, we can talk about it later but what i will say for right now is that the reason it's on my list is i have since rewatched it a couple of times now because zoe loves it mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and i think it's a it's a beautiful movie i still have that criticism about it where, you know, when it came out, people were talking about this movie like it was the second coming of Jesus Christ. And I was like, eh, OK, it's 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 great, but it's half a movie. I still have that criticism. Yeah. Um, but. After watching it more times, the story, while it is Miles, story, this one opens with Gwen and it ends with Gwen. This is really Gwen Stacy's movie. And with her character, there's a full arc. Yeah. So I I have backtracked a little bit on that statement of it being half a movie. I still think with Miles's story, it kind of is. But if you look at it through the guise of this being Gwen Stacy's movie, it's a complete movie. So, um, yeah, that's what I'll say about it now. It's a punt situation. So we'll talk about it a little bit later. What's your number nine? Mm -hmm. My number nine movie. I've talked about it a lot this year. I feel like I've, I've, it's, it was an early movie, so I've, I've mentioned it several times. And it's Creed three. I, I had such a fun time with Creed three. I think Michael B. Jordan did a fantastic job in front and behind the camera. 
I thought the fight scenes were filmed were just sick. I thought they they just did this, and in theaters they were even better. Just this level of of clarity and and coordination with with beautiful direction to to make you feel like you're in it and intense. Um, I mean, I, I can't I can't not mention. I mean, Jonathan Majors is 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 brilliant in it. I mean, he really. I mean, he. I mean, I know that's whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But he. I mean. Love the art, hate the artist. I mean, we we the, the, it was it was a magnificent performance, and it was uh, subtle and interesting, and uh, and Michael Jordan's great in it too, and so is Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson has had a, a great arc in this thing. Also, love the set design. I think they they have like it's just aesthetically the pleasing. Fight was really creative too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta see it again. I want to rewatch the whole trilogy. Um, uh, the score, the soundtrack, I guess. Sometimes I mix those words up. The soundtrack, um, sick. Uh, really good. Love this movie. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably in the, the minority of someone who says Creed does it better. I mean, Rocky, I have a lot of respect for Rocky, especially the first one and then a couple of the others. But, but um, and yeah, I miss Sly in this one. But um, given the opportunity, I'm, I'm, I think I have more fun with Creed. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I quite enjoyed Creed 3 a lot. I gave it a must see. It just missed out on my honorable mentions. There was a lot of great movies this year. Um, Mm -hmm. and that just happened to miss out on my honorable mentions. Um, agree with everything you said about it, but my number eight is anatomy of a fall. I mean, it's, it's another punt. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, we might may have a couple punts here, but we're gonna have a lot to talk about in a minute. Um, you want me to go ahead and move on? And we'll punt. And yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and talk about your number eight. Well, my number eight is the Iron Claw. Yeah, that's a punt. Okay, <laughs> uh, that, that, that's a punt. All right, um, <clears throat> number seven, the Creator. Uh, okay. Yeah, I love this movie. Loved, 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 loved it. I thought, you know, walking into that movie, you know, uh, I did not expect to be as emotionally enthralled and engaged as I was. Um, By the end of that movie, it hit me in the heart. Um, I thought it was a, I thought, yeah, I said this about a couple movies on here, but it's a beautiful movie. Uh, the cinematography is wonderful. I thought it was a real human movie about uh, <laughs> AI. Um, I, yeah. I genuinely really love this movie quite a lot. Um, John David Washington was great. And the little actress who I am forgetting her name. God, I'm the worst podcaster in the world. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Madeline, Madeline Univoyles. Thank you. She is terrific in this. Yeah, she's she's she's. Not the best child actor of the year, but she's definitely up there. Maybe number two. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, there, there, there's a lot of emotional scenes that she has to carry, and she's wonderful. Um, I think that uh, it's uh, Gareth. It's not Gareth Evans, is it? It's uh, what's the uh, director's name? God, I'm blanking today. I'm useless. Yeah, it is. It's. Gareth Edwards, G- isn't it? G- Gareth Edwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. He uh, he was so the Rogue One guy. Yeah, Rogue One guy. Um, he returned with with a force. 
I think with this one returned with some force with this one. And I, I, it deserved to make a little bit or a lot more money than it did. And it just goes to show too, this movie had like a $86 million budget or an $80 million budget. And it looked incredible. It's unbelievable. And the whole, the whole season, I mean, give me on she Hulk, um, <laughs> or or the 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 yeah, man on the walls. air quotes down to earth one secret invasion. Like yeah. they, they they just come on talk to these guys. Yeah, because they they crushed it in the VFX department. Looks so good. Yeah, I liked it too. It was cool. It was a good original story. I was happy to. They did a lot on a small budget, and they made it still like a big box office feeling movie. And uh, and it was original and interesting. And I the the take on AI was not really a roll your eyes one. It was kind of a fresh yeah. take, I thought. And uh, I wish AI's more people had enemy. seen it. Yeah. yeah, I wish more people had seen it. Um, it didn't it didn't crack quite into my uh, top fifteen here, but it uh, it was it's a good movie. I mean, I, I I'm glad I saw it. Um, and if you're a fan of science fiction, I imagine most people will at least have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, where are we? Number seven for me. Um, it's past lives. Uh, I get maybe I guess I didn't we didn't put it earlier. You talked a little bit about it. I thought this was beautiful, and I mean, yeah. you 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 recommended it to me. Um, during one of our last couple shows, uh, rightfully so. I mean, it it's it's touching. It feels so real and relatable. And I'm not saying like the same story has happened to me yet, but they they. I mean, everyone has their story and everyone's made choices that have taken them in different directions. And at the time felt like what if, and I love that they kept it so authentically. They didn't circle it around and try to make it. I'm not going to say they didn't make it a happy ending. They made the ending, the ending and she's happy and it's the ending, but there's still like a sense of, it's just so bro. I love this kind of stuff. I love uh, just like, it's not a sad ending. It's just no. an ending, it's and it, an ending. and there's some sad elements of it. Just like there's sad elements of our lives, we can think of things in the past that I'm not necessarily saying I wish things were that way at all. I'm not wishing things had gone one way or another, or I, you know what I mean. I just, but it still can make you a little sad that something happened and went, and then I and and you start to think about what you do have in your life and how precious everybody is around you, your family and things, and like what with. What if that had happened to us? What if we had, uh, what if things had just sent in a different direction? And I'm saying, I, the movie sends you down a spiral of like, what if? I know. And it's, um, yeah. it's, it's a brilliantly written script. It really is. And, um, and Greta Lee is awesome in it, you know, and I, and I wasn't super familiar with, with her work. And then, you know, I watched the morning show and we, season three of the morning show, I started that earlier today with Jess. And uh, Greta Lee's in that. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, that's her. I was like, I thought she looked kind of familiar, but I couldn't figure out what she was yeah. from. That, that was it. And uh, she's awesome in it. She's awesome in it. Also, the the cultural shock with it. It was um, in my review. I think I wrote the sentence like it was a great cultural exploration of the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought it uh was just subtle and authentic and beautiful and uh, really, really enjoyed it. Good man, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just missed out on my top ten. I briefly talked about it a little earlier, but yeah, I agree with everything you said. I'm glad you liked it so much. Oh. All right, moving on to number six, Godzilla minus one. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that that's in my top five. Do what? It's in my top five. It's in your top five. Do you want to go ahead because it's at six right now? Well, you know yeah, what? We we'll, can... we'll, we'll we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll go ahead and we'll we'll yeah. We're we'll gonna have it. a bunch to talk about here in a minute. Yeah, um, we're gonna run out of punts here because we're about to hit. Um, so my my number six movie on the year is Blackberry. Um, oh, wow. I, I didn't see. Yeah, it's it's awesome, man. I in the world of of a million you know biopics and now brand movies seem to be the thing. They did this one right, and 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 I think Glenn Howerton's the reason. Glenn Howerton is brilliant in it. He's he's ruthless and unrecognizable, and yet like kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, they did they did something interesting with it where they. You know, I think they I read a little bit about it and they weren't sure whether it would work better as a series or a limited series or a movie. So they released it as a movie. And then when they came out, they put it on AMC plus as a limited series. Like They re-edited it, recut it, extended it. They added about. I don't know, maybe 20 minutes of footage, and I don't think the footage is all that relevant to the story, so it's not. It doesn't really matter which version you watch, but it did work very well as a series. But I'm 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 drafted in the movie. Um, I, it, it, I mean the 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 performance is really the the main thing. But I I they take this is like pretty boring topics, and I know they're not actually boring, but they could be. I mean, it's a bunch of legal and business jargon and stuff like that, and they kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time. I just kept pausing it, like dude. Also, flash down memory lane. Great nostalgia. Um, they hit a lot of pleasure points of like early BlackBerry stuff, early iPhone ads, or like mm. just people introducing BBM. A lot of Leo point at the screen moments. A lot, a lot of uh, fun stuff, especially if you're the right age. And I think I'm right at the right age. Um, but definitely yeah, recommended. I, 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 I can't imagine this. This is one of those movies. Most people in my life, I think I would recommend it to the the, the rare easy recommendation okay would you recommend this to someone over saltburn oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i i i haven't recommended saltburn yet <laughs> fair um all right getting into our top five here man um nine number five is you mentioned it uh the holdovers hmm. um this movie's wonderful it is such a a like warm hug of a movie about really about redemption. And I'm a sucker for a good redemption story. Um, and about, you know, kind of that same theme. Speaking of, of you know, holiday movies, Planes, Trains and Automobiles has, which is you don't know what someone else is going through underneath. So have empathy. And be empathetic towards someone because they might be acting out for a certain reason that you don't know. Um, and I, I think, you know, movies are the greatest teachers of empathy. And when a movie can can not only put you in all these characters' shoes and make you fool for them, but also give you that message, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's very well done. Paul Giamatti is fantastic fantastic in this movie um currently it seems like he is picking up a lot of steam for uh best actor um yeah 
yeah, I, I, I absolutely love this movie. I, I think it's, it's terrific. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Now Dominic Sesek is amazing. And this, this is his first movie ever. Uh, and, um, oh my God, she's going to win best supporting actress. Yeah. D- R- Divine Joy Randolph. Yeah, yeah, Divine Joy Randolph. She is going to win Best Supporting Actress. She's wonderful in this too. It's just it's a yeah. it's, it's a, a movie about people in pain, and I know coming together. I I I I, I love this movie. It's yeah, I, it is. It's very good. And I'm super excited to have a new movie in the Christmas rotation. And, and really, I mean, it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie. It's 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 one of those fine balances that are doesn't rely on it. Mm-hmm. It just works with it. Um. I mean, yeah, Paul Giamatti, who I, I find to be fantastic. I, I probably would imagine, I mean, I can't speak for them, but I, he seems like an actor's actor. Like, yeah. uh, he's actor's favorite actor. And, um, he's just so great. And then this, he's great too. He's subtle. He's, um, I mean, in a, in a mean grouchy character, he also is so, uh, vulnerable. Um, I think he, um, the subtle kind of, I don't know. I mean, like the the little bit of like alcoholism floating in there. I think he plays that kind of brilliantly. I love the little touch of like the um, like he's in the restaurant or something, and someone all like he's like, "Can I get your drink?" He's like, "Uh, yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a like a." It's just like the perfect like bullshit someone who drinks too much would do, where they're like, "You know what? That's not a bad idea. I might do a. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. I might have one." My, you know, my... and it's. Favorite subtle part of the movie is when he sees Dominic Sessa's uh, character taking uh, Agnes taking the uh, medication, medication, the depression medication. And then you look over and he's taking the exact same medication. They have a lot in common, and that's why they butt heads constantly. Um, and it works. It works so well. And the ending, too, is so beautiful. Like the shaking of the hands and the, yeah, it, it's just great. Oh yeah. Great movie. Excited, excited for, for more of it. Um, to watch it again. Uh, my number five is Oppenheimer. Okay. Um, okay. We're gonna, it's, this is a, this is, I mean, it's, we're in our top five now. Um, yeah. So you go ahead, you, you go ahead, you talk about it a little bit. Um, it, it's just obviously a master class in filmmaking. I mean, it, it from in there's, there's 12 amazing performances in it. Um, the cast is stellar. It's, it's, it's huge. No one somehow everyone steals the show, but no one steals the show. Like it doesn't, everyone just kind of comes in and does their job and they, everyone does it well. Mm-hmm. And in order for the bigger picture, no one tries to like show, I mean, you know, some people's performances are very noteworthy, but, but in general, no one in it is bad. Everyone comes in, does their part, treats it like a like a like the best movie of their career and checks out and i and i think it's obviously cinematography is is i mean it's it's next to none it's the, unbelievable Gorson uh gorkson the score, score is 
the score is fantastic. Killian Murphy's, I mean, he's been talked about more than anything. I mean, he, he he's fantastic. In it. I mean, he's great. I mean, I just keep saying different adjectives that are positive. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Though, see, see my issue with the movie. So Killian Murphy's, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. Um, he's great. He absolutely deserves to be nominated. And if he wins, I think he deserves it. Uh, sure. I think he, he did great. Um, and I, and I don't, I don't want to take anything away from that or speak ill of that at all. My, my, I don't think he's the best person in the movie. I, I don't think he's the best performance in his own movie. I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. is, I mean, I know it's a lead versus supporting and it's, and it's not exactly the same ballgame, but I mean, I wanted more and more of him. I wanted to watch more and more of, of Strauss. Is that his name? Yeah, I, I thought that they were both equally great. I didn't think one was better than the other. I think yeah. this, this is clearly Robert Downey Jr. is probably going to win the Oscar for it. Um, I think he's, he's got that on lock, but I mean, Jason Clark comes in, he owns every minute he's in. Um, even, Han Emily Solo, Bl- what's his name? Alden. Emily- I mean, Han Solo is only in it for a few minutes. Is it Alden the uh, Alden Ehrenreich, the Emily Blunt sequence. Yeah, yeah. Where Jason Clark is wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 honestly, I mean, from beginning to end, I mean, like any technical aspect of it or 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 behind the scenes is just a plus without a question. Um, it uh. It's paced pretty well. I mean, I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk a little more about it. Yep. Um, let's see. Number four. We're on to four, right? Oh yeah. Uh, my number four is John Wick Chapter Four. Ah. Uh, I think this is one of the greatest action movies I've ever seen. It is incredibly shot. It is stunning. It is gorgeous. It is nonstop action. It is like violent poetry. It, it, it really is. It is stunning to see and incredible to look at. There is like five or six action sequences in here that in the other movie, people would be talking about it as if it is the greatest action scene they've ever seen in any movie. I mean, that one shot where he has the shotgun and it just the camera pans up and you're just watching him mow through people with this like flamethrower shotgun combination. Like it is <laughs> stunning. The scene with the nunchucks is awesome. Uh, that was great. Uh, Donnie Yen as the blind master is fantastic. Uh, and the car the car chase sequence uh, around the Arc de Triumph is so, so mm-hmm. good. The stair sequence that you, you, you talked about is just <laughs> unbelievable because it's like, it, it, it is very much like the silent movie era comedy, physical comedy that you just is so absurd, but like it, it is so engaging. Like I just remember when he was falling down those stairs going, Oh my God, he's falling down him again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Oh my, it's, it's awesome. And like, listen, don't make another one. I, I, I am someone who believes that you should let John wick rest. Just, this is the perfect bookend 
to the John Wick story. I don't know how you can top this. I don't think you can. I like it is almost three hours of like nonstop action and incredible stuff. Like this is one of those movies where I think it it's one of the greatest action movies I have ever seen. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's a masterpiece. I mean, it, the whole genre has I mean, between it and Mission Impossible, just. I mean, it's 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 what action movies need to be. I mean, mm-hmm. and and I guess we were getting a lot of them. I mean, and 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 franchises need to be, you know, I mean, it's 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 really exciting. It's exciting that we got um, the latest installments both in the same year here and a couple months apart. Um Counter Reeves is made for the role. Um, the the people involved are obviously very passionate about it, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. The director, um, who I want Chaz Tahelski. Um, I was about to say I was forgetting his name, and then it just popped into my head. Chaz Tahelski. Um, he is one of those guys that I want to see given Star Wars because I think he would absolutely crush a Star Wars movie. I think he would absolutely crush it. I know he's doing uh, the Highlander next uh, with my boy Henry Cavill. So I look, I very much look forward to that because he says he's going to be John Wick with swords. Sign me up. <laughs> um, Very cool. Very cool. Um, now we're on my number four. My number four was a punt. It's a anatomy of a fall. Okay. Um, I thought this was beautiful. I thought it was, it was raw. It was powerful. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I think it respected the audience and, and, and the entire movie. It couldn't look away. I thought the use of language was so relevant, and interesting and, 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 and its own sort of conflict in itself in the movie. I thought the courtroom drama aspect, I I don't, and again, I said that we reviewed this recently. I'm not sure if it's the, um, the, the fact that it's foreign and, and, and foreign to me, you know, like it's, 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 um, not the same structure in a courtroom or the same like process in a trial that I'm used to, but it wasn't the overly dramatic angles and 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 tropes if you will like from in in a, in a courtroom that you see in american cinema yeah. in the courtroom it was uh it it relied solely on the performances the dialogue the subject matter to create the drama and it worked incredibly you know so you you're just at the edge of your seat the entire time and i mean sandra hollers i mean she's awesome she's awesome um uh and then Milo, uh, what's his name? Milo Graner, Milo uh, Machado Graner. Phenomenal he's, performance. He's, that he's, is, he's great. Such a good performance because he there's a lot of emotional weight that he has to carry in this movie, um, and his he's really you know our our way into this story because we're viewing and seeing things through his eyes and the whole, you know, him being blind and justice is blind and him being the person that has to come up essentially wins his mom, the case spoiler alert for the movie um, wins his mom, the case it's, it's really poetic. It's really beautiful. Um, it's a great movie. Yeah. The, um, 
And Sandra Holler, you know, showing up. I mean, she's she's getting a lot of recognition for her other performances in Zone of Interest. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't either. Um, but it's um I mean, it's obviously getting recognition, so it, it's another that could potentially end up on a list and replace something, but you know, kudos on her for showing up and showing out. Yep. All right, getting into our top three here, man. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's funny. Four, I had John Wick Chapter Four. Three, I had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's fly. Um, listen, uh, I to this day still think the best thing the MCU has ever done is the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Um, James Gunn brings obviously the humor is what everyone talks to, but the humor or what everyone talks about when they they talk about those movies, but beneath that humor there is a lot of of darkness and a lot of trauma to these characters and you know in this one they really focus on the trauma and the traumatic past of rocket which has been teased throughout the films and it is so heartbreaking and and just incredibly emotional the journey that you go through and what you see him go rocket go through it's crazy the amount of emotions you've james gunn makes you feel about a raccoon a raccoon (laughs) i know it is incredible and the performance that bradley cooper gives (laughs) is is amazing in this uh it's, it's speaking of amazing performances chris pratt someone who i think oftentimes gets overlooked for his acting is great and that's also you want to talk about like a powerful scene that scene where he thinks he's gonna lose rocket and he starts freaking out and everything he goes through as as a character too of you know having everyone he loved pulled away from him and finally having to go back home and kind of find himself um is is great and how that character comes full circle this this is really a an incredible trilogy of films capped by an incredible film and they don't ever take the easy way out. Like I think a lesser script would have had him get back together with Gamora, but it's like, no, this is a different Gamora. Uh, this is not the same one. Um, I think James Gunn's an incredible writer. Um, this, this movie got me so pumped, so pumped for Superman legacy. Um, Cause again, like when people think of James Gunn, they think, Oh, the humor. It's like, no, like James Gunn, the humor that he puts into his stories always feels natural to the characters. Um, and it's for a reason. It's never like, let's insert a joke here because you get a joke, you get a joke. Everyone gets a joke. It's not like that. Um, it, it comes natural from a place of usually from a, a place of pain. Um, he's great at dealing with the emotional depth of characters. I think um, that's why guardians of the galaxy volume three is my third favorite film of the year. Um, in a year where people say that, well, comic book movies are terrible and <laughs> they're, they're never coming back. It's like, really? Okay. Well, there's two really great ones that came out this year in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Great pick. It's, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Jess and I saw it on a Sunday morning. Both enjoyed it a lot. Um, had a fun time binging the first two before we went and saw it. Um, it's emotional. It's hilarious. Um, I will say a lot of people before the movie were like, get ready to cry. And I was like, dude, they're going to fucking, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill Rocket. <laughs> and it's like, they teach like, everyone Jess felt dying the same in way. that movie. 
And it's like, and no one does. And I don't want to go into, it's like when people are like, Hey, have you seen Marley and me yet? Um, so I know it's good. It's good. It's really sad, but it's good. It's like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder what happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I was just like, so I went in the entire time, like just kind of pissed and like watching it like, man. So I was, I was actually like, like applauding at the end. I was super excited. But then I still felt like with five minutes left that they're going to do some sort of like rope it up, like, Oh, we, he's good. His head gets cut off or something listen, like that. That's like, listen, when uh, when Peter goes back to get the Zune and his face implodes or like explodes, uh, balloons up, whatever you want to call it. Like I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill Peter. No, like <laughs> I actively went no in the theater. And then they, they obviously they didn't. But like, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the movie, it's sad without anyone having to die. It doesn't like emotionally manipulate you and get you to care because of death. It, it does something different. Speaking of that, I, I didn't mention this earlier. We were talking about what we've been watching. I watched, Jess and I finally caught up. Have you ever heard of the show Million Little Things? No. It's um it's kind of a, like a This Is Us style show. Just like oh, okay. a big group of friends with a lot of emotional type episodes and stuff like that. And the it, it ended this year, the final season, but we were like six months behind on it. So we finally caught up on it and ended it last night. And we're just sitting on the couch, like sobbing all night. Like we were exhausted afterwards. Our eyes were burning. It's yeah. just like, they just, they just got <laughs> you by the balls. They'll just, they'll just make you cry. So, and I don't know how like, we were talking about it. emotional manipulation is an interesting way to say it. it, it uh, it's just, they just have you and they, they can just do anything they want to you. And you just watch, torture yourself, watch it. Um, yeah. Just remind me of it. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, we're up to no, my top three now, yeah, right? Top three. Uh, Godzilla minus one is my third favorite movie of the year. Yes. Um, yes. I yes. love yes, this movie. It was so yeah, much I fun. I It was not what I expect either. It pretty much got rid of all of the shit I don't like about this type of movie, pretty yeah. much, and 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 it exaggerated all the stuff I do love about ruins, it. Ruins like pretty much all Godzilla movies and monster yeah, movies. It's kind of movie. unbelievable that the other Godzilla movie is putting trailers out around that time. Like it's like okay, you can Pink Godzilla can sit down. You're 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 embarrassing yourself. Fuchsia Godzilla can go away. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, I mean, this is Takashi Yamazaki is is brilliant. I mean, brilliant. The direction on this, it you is crushed the name there, sir. Yeah, yeah I practiced job. it for two days. Um, <laughs> he's he's so good. I mean, it's it's the 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 terror he's able to instill. While it's this perfect balance of being subtle because like the little like underwater shots are are scary. Um, mm-hmm. just the, 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 the ways to make him look larger than life and, and hint at terror and build suspense while still not wasting any time. There wasn't a whole lot of building time. He, they jump right into it. I mean, they jump right into it at the beginning of the movie yeah. and they don't make you wait too long. I mean, they don't toy around. I mean, they're like, this is a Godzilla movie. Well, we're going to give you Godzilla and he's going to be of- me. They they frame Godzilla as he is a monster. He is mean and he is a monster killing, trying to kill you like instead of 
like let's let's let, they make you care about the destruction instead of going oh my god all the buildings didn't destroy it's so cool they're like they make you care because you're you're going in there you don't want to see anyone get hurt or destroyed and when you see things get destroyed and hurt with every stump they make you feel it because you care about these characters so much and it is a very uh emotionally uh the emotional depth of the story is great too because it's it's really about you know the the courage to live um through yeah, yeah gosh it is beautiful it's a yeah, it's it's the characters have any have so much more depth than they have any right mm-hmm. in having and uh and Godzilla doesn't have more depth, which is great. I don't need Godzilla to be this complex. Oh, he was grown and tortured in a lab. I don't need any of that. I, I, Godzilla's a monster. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the people who are being destroyed by the monster. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's let's talk about them and their families and why we care and why we want to fight this monster. And I love the the I don't know the hands on like the the creative, realistic. We also didn't or our approach to fighting godzilla wasn't well i've got the 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 uh the the, the robo nimbus 2000 taika waititi computer that can uh that'll that'll we'll put a chip in his brain none of that shit it's it's we're gonna use some science and we're gonna try some stuff because it's the best we got and it's not gonna work we're gonna do our best <laughs> whatever i mean we're just gonna do the best we can and uh and and it didn't work. And I thought the cast was great. The characters were great. Um, Listen, the direction a, was the star of the show. I'd but. take a Taika Waititi chip. I'd take it. <laughs> um, really great. And somebody um, commented on our YouTube video. Um, I think we we had mentioned like what is what does the title mean? Godzilla mm-hmm. minus one. And uh, someone kindly um, commented, and they said they think it's um, like it just doesn't translate well from Spain, from uh, Japanese to English, and it's. Um, they use an example, and forgive me for getting it wrong. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something kind of like, oh, Ben one, Walker zero. You know, like it would be kind yeah. of like a phrase. Like we'd be like, oh, check another loss for Walker, or Ben one, Walker zero, or Godzilla one, Earth zero. You know, like something like that, like a phrase that's like, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Maybe I misunderstood his comment, but it was they, something like that. They start at one and then they go minus one because it's post yeah. the bomb. Um, I, I, thought that that might be the case when i saw the comment and the guys said a guy or, or, or girl commented and said uh we were correct on that assumption um so thank you for that comment um but yeah it was uh it's a great movie it's a great movie yeah. it's also great. worth noting i love the setting of the the post-war J- japan yeah. i thought that was really well done and beautiful and a good little like uh not a subplot but maybe a subplot just kind of some motivation for our characters and some explanation some way to like introduce us to the characters and, 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 um, and the, the situation they're in, which makes everything that much more heartbreaking. And it's interesting seeing it from a perspective. We don't normally see it. Yeah. Um, it's odd that we are now going from your number three to my number two, which in a way can kind of coincide with Godzilla minus one. And that is Oppenheimer. At number yeah. two for me. Um, I went back and forth with what would be number one and number two, and those will flip flop, I'm sure. 
but right now Oppenheimer is my number two. Um, this, yeah, it's it's the movie that I, I came away from, and I was absolutely speechless, just floored at the mat uh, mastery magist mastery. How how would you say that? Um, but like. <laughs> I, See, I'm even, I'm, I'm all tongue tied now. Like it, it's, it's the masterness. Thank you, the masterness. No, no, no that's not, <laughs> it. that's not it. Um, no, it, it's, uh, it is, an excellent, excellent movie. It is, in my opinion, flawless. Um, the performances across the board, Walker, you nailed it. Like across the board, it's phenomenal. Um. I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, but to me, the movie really comes to life at the the third act after the bomb. Completely, completely agree. Um, because the everything going up to the bomb is great and the suspense that that builds, but it's afterward where the movie, it goes from being great to like masterful. Like it is the the ending too is my second favorite scene of the year is the ending the ending left me just on the floor it it is a a wonderful ending and a wonderful end cap to the uh to to the to the entire movie i think it's a it's a masterful movie i think christopher nolan this is his year he's going to walk away with best director probably gonna gotta you gotta give it to him. gotta yeah. give him best director um and probably i mean i i would i would guess press picture too but you gotta give him best director. i mean he's obviously like a like kind of a, an all-time director yeah that uh is gonna put out banger after banger after banger and if you subscribe which i do if you subscribe to the um thought of like 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 legacy awards or or retribution mm-hmm. you know like 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 the revenant type situation, which I I I I don't hate that. Sent a um, woman from Al Pacino, yeah, yeah. Um, Oppenheimer's. I mean, not that Oppenheimer. I mean, not that he doesn't deserve. He absolutely deserves it for Oppenheimer for sure. But like it's someone like Oppen- someone like it's yeah, basically Christopher Nolan should not go his entire career. Also, yeah, Christopher Nolan should not go his entire career without an Oscar. And right now is the time to give him an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, this is the time to say perfect opportunity. It, this might be his best movie. Like I still like yeah. it's crazy to go back and look at his filmography and just how many great there's not a bad movie in there. His worst movie might be The Dark Knight Rises. Like think about that. And that's still a great movie in my opinion. Like Yeah. What? That's a good point. It's crazy to me um, that 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 is the case, but in a, in a incredible filmography, this might be his best movie. I still might lean Inception, but this movie is phenomenal. Um, it deserves that number two spot. Like I said, it will probably flip flop back and forth between one is my number one, which is probably pretty obvious at this point. But Walker, what is your number two? It's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. 
Um, when I saw this movie, I was grinning ear to ear the entire time. I mean, I'm. This is odd to me. It surprises me. I'm not. I, I don't have any issue with animation. Um, but like, I'm not like over the top jazzed up to go see animated movies normally. You know what I mean? I respect them. I appreciate them. I take them for what they are. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with them because I'm not, I'm not an anime guy at all. Um, I do, uh, and like in star Wars, you know, I watched the clone wars and for a while that felt like a chore. And then eventually you start hitting some good stuff and you're like, Oh, it's pretty good. But you kind of forget, I mean, you kind of forget what you're watching in it. It's just about the story at that point, you know? And, uh, but I'm not like, I'm not like an animated guy. Like I don't like go looking for it, but, uh, uh, watching this, it's not just animation. I mean, this is one of the, it just blew me away. I mean, the art involved with it. I mean, obviously I hear like people are working very hard on it, probably too hard, but, uh, the, um, it's obvious. I mean, you, when you watch it, the talent, the creativity, and the hard work literally oozes off the screen. It's 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 unique and interesting, and I've never seen anything like it. Um, I honestly the story the story kind of took a back seat for a, the first time I saw it because it was I was just so drawn by everything and like loving it all, and I loved the characters. The um, wet the, paint look of oh, so cool. Uh, Stacy is so gorgeous um yeah i also gotta be a theater thing too yeah yeah i think you know one of the most appealing things about this movie is how it approaches like is it the tragedy that makes superman who he or not superman but spider-man who he is or is it what it defines him um and the question it kind of poses there and never answers it um but uh i i think it's one of the most intriguing things about the film and it's thought provoking you know that idea of the canon event and how it approaches it um multiverse stories to me i'm kind of done with them uh, <laughs> uh they're gimmicky um but this 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 really works yep great great soundtrack um oh yeah good movie Good movie, good movie, good movie. I'm excited for I'm excited for the third installment. Yeah, me too. Whenever we get that. Um, but number one, what's man, your favorite movie of the year? It's the Iron Claw. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's pretty obvious. This movie, again, man, it's it's such a an emotional movie that that touched me. In more ways than I thought it was going to. Like, I know the real life story. I was expecting it to be tragic, and it was really tragic. But the ending of this movie, it, it, what they were able to do and how they were able to pull it off by capturing the tragedy, but also letting you see the emotion of it all and how um, there's this, this hopefulness at the end in a weird way. Like it, 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 it's, you know, I've said it a bunch of times about a lot of movies on here, but it's beautiful. 
it's a beautiful story that is about again the courage to to live and to overcome tragedy um and overcoming you know generational trauma um and and what it means to to be emotionally healthy and you know not letting not holding stuff in because that that'll just crush you in the end that'll get you but dealing with those problems and you know talking to people if you need help and not holding those feelings in because if you do it'll it'll get you in the end um i i think this is a beautiful movie i think it is still a crying shame that zach efron is not getting any oscar love because again i think he gives the best male performance of the year i think he's not getting any love but he gives the best male performance of the year this is one that i cannot it sounds so weird for a movie that is so oppressively sad um, to say that I, I can't wait to watch it again, but I can't wait to watch it again. I, I, I really want to watch this with as many people as possible. I genuinely love this movie quite a lot. It connected with me um, on an emotional level for a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, I this is my favorite movie of the year. I, I went back and forth between Oppenheimer and Iron Claw. While I do think Oppenheimer is a better, I, I think like it's a better made movie. I think you could say, mm-hmm. but emotionally the Iron Claw got me um, in a way that I, I wasn't expecting. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. That's why it's number one here for me, man. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful movie. It's uh, it's well performed by everyone, and everyone in it obviously like committed to the movie and the story and wanted to do it justice. And it was and it was obvious when they did it. Um, when they when when you saw it, um, Zac Efron, I am I am bummed he's not getting any recognition. Be well, he's getting recognition, he's just not getting a recognition by the award people because yeah. I've I haven't I mean I follow a lot of movie content on online and stuff and and. I haven't heard anything but high, high praises for his performance. It's it's fantastic. Um, Jeremy Allen White's also great, but physical uh, well, really steals physically yeah. as well as like emotionally. He just he crushed it. Yeah, um, Hope McElhenney and it was was very good. The story is so tragic and 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 uh, emotional in general, and I think they um, you know did it justice. And, and favorite scene of, of to the... be high on. Favorite scene of the year in this movie, the uh, I'll uh, I'll be your brother, daddy. Yeah, that's uh, emotional. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of the cherry on top for, for in my opinion, of getting a nom. Yeah, that's your number one of the year, Walker. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm gonna do it. It's Saltburn. I loved Saltburn. I thought it was, um, it had me the whole movie. I know we talked about it last week a little bit. And I know this is a bad pick, or not a bad pick. I know it's a controversial, divisive uh, pick. I know some people are going to be very low on the list. It does seem like more people than I expected are kind of mediocre on it. Like, I liked it, but it just didn't do it for me all that much. But that surprises me. I thought it would be more of a all-the-way-or-nothing type of mentality for a lot of people. Um, it, The entire movie, I mean, it's it's definitely, without question, shot beautifully. Um, I think objectively, I think it, um, uh, the cinematography, just the, the cool angles they would do, 
the set pieces and and the castle were amazing. I thought the slow kind of burn of what's everyone up to was done. Well. The the performances. I thought Barry Keoghan. I mean, he you said it last week perfectly. He's for real. I mean, he's he's great. Um, I also really love Rosamund Pike in it, and Rosamund Pike's not getting talked about as much as I would have expected her to because I thought she played what she needed to play really, really well in this movie. Um, I like Jacob Elordi, but I mean, he gets kind of swallowed by them in the cast. I think, um, I, I, you know, uh, I thought some of the complaints, some of the complaints I thought would happen did happen. I I actually coming out of the movie did not think the shocking scenes were going to be as big of a deal as they were, but they've taken the internet by storm. I mean, they were gross. I mean, they were, a big deal, but it, uh, I, I mean, I thought maybe his character development felt out of place and it made me not like the movie throughout the second act a little bit. Like it was kind of like, man, I really was liking this, you know, and I, and, and this just doesn't like work for me. It doesn't make sense. You know what he's doing. It doesn't feel true or real. And then later it kind of, in my opinion, explains it and, and makes it work for me. And it all comes for full circle. And like, you know, in times where like I've heard you say, or, or some other people say like, the character development felt rushed or, or out of place. And I didn't think of it as character development. I've thought of it as a performance that Oliver, the character was putting on and he was breaking character in his performance, breaking you know, in his life. Yeah. And, um, and he was, and he was, you know, while he's lying about so many things and pretending and faking so many things, there's just moments where the real him kind of shines through and, uh, and, and becomes obvious. And, and, um, you know, I liked the ending. Um, I mean, you know, there's certain parts of the movie. I, 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 they didn't hurt the movie for me, but they, they weren't as like genius of choices as, as, um, maybe some people think, but, but I, I just, I, I, the whole movie, except I, I was having so much fun with it, really loving it, enjoying almost everything about it. And then had moments of doubt. And then it came full circle and like fixed those moments of doubt and then surprised me and twisted me and entertained me further. And I was, I, I just remember like being in the theater, like, is, do I, do I think this is a perfect movie? God, like I was like, oh, I just was loving it. But I knew, I knew immediately that uh, the world wouldn't feel that way. And I haven't found someone I can um, recommend it to, really. Um, really? At all. It, uh, I thought you would recommend it to Spencer, man. I, you know what? You know what's funny? I know you're being sarcastic. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, there's a very small part of me that actually thinks, I, I don't think this, I don't, I don't think he'll like it. But there's a very small Listen, part of the me that inter- thinks he might be the only person that would like it. The for some entertainment reason, value that would be there just to sit there and watch it with him to hear him comment is worth it. Yeah, he'll probably gag. He'll probably he'll probably dry <laughs> heave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would it would be great. Um, um, no, I, I guess I, I, I mean I, I just. A lot of people I don't think will like it, and everybody. My, I mean, my cousin Andrew, um, who who I mentioned several times on here, and a lot of times we have the same taste. Sometimes we have different tastes. All I got from him on it, I didn't recommend it to him, but he watched it. He sent me a message that said Saltburn was wild. That's all he said, and I was like, "Oh, we'll talk about it one day together." Yeah, it's 
look, I, I appreciate a lot about it, but it, it's not. It's it's not in my top ten. It's not in my honorable mentions. I think it's fine. I think it's it's a fine movie. I think I'd give it like a low end. I think I gave it like a low end. Go see it. Um, it's based off that, but it like it, it's it's one of those movies where like if its goal was to get the what the fuck reaction out of me, it got that out of me. But I didn't think much of it afterward. Um, I thought the performances were good. I thought the direction was solid. Um, it's just it, it, not my thing, man. I I didn't I didn't love it as much as yeah. you did. Um, I'm just I'm not into uh, Jacob Elordi's bathwater. <laughs> um, it's candle. Well, that, there, <laughs> that's funny. The uh, that seems like that's our those are our lists. They're pretty good. I I um, I mean, you want to just so I make sure I have them all written down the right order. You want to burn through yours real quick? Just read them off. Do you have them written down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have them written down. Um, so my number 10 is elemental. My number nine is Spider-Man across the spider verse. My number eight, anatomy of a fall seven, the creator six Godzilla minus one five, the holdovers four John wick chapter four, three guardians of the galaxy volume three, Two Oppenheimer and one the Iron Claw. Now, what is your top ten again in order? Uh, my number ten was Barbie. Uh, number nine was Creed three. Number eight the Iron Claw. Number seven Past Lives. Number six Blackberry. Number five Oppenheimer. Number four Anatomy of a Fall. Number three Godzilla minus one. Number two Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. And number one was Saltburn. Uh, so I was thinking, I mean, I don't, do you have a plan for this? Or I, I, I was trying to think of a way to mesh these lists together like you were talking. Yeah, we should, we should totally uh, mesh them together. Um, I think we should get our commonalities first. And then if we want to like flip a coin for whatever the other ones are, we can. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, so um, just tell me what you think about this. If you do, um, like if if you're like Iron Claw, maybe would be worth like reverse order basically. Like Iron Claw is worth eleven points for you. You know, you give it an eleven points, and then Oppenheimer's worth ten points. Guardians nine, all the way down to your number ten is two points. Elemental, and then all your honorably mentions are one point each. Mm-hmm. And then I do the same thing on my list, and I've already got it written down. And we can like like you know between the movies, like like so for example. um Iron Claw would get 11 for you and four for me. So it'd be a 15 and like that would like, you know what I mean? So we okay. can, is that, I just, I need you to read off your honorable mentions one more time though. And I'll be good. I've got past lives, teen, teenage mutant, teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, mission impossible air. And one other one, the flash flash. That's it. Okay. Um, and then my honorable mentions were the holdovers killers of the flower moon. John Wick Chapter Four, May December, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So if I go through these, bear with me and stop. If you want to stop me or anything, if you don't like this, it, no, 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 no. I, I actually, I, I like this more. I, I like this more than what we had previously discussed. So I'm gonna go down your list real quick, and I'm gonna and I'll grab my commonalities. Then I'll go through my list and see what's left over and everything. So Iron Claw, 
You gave it your so your number one. It's, my number it's one my number. So Eleven points there, right? Right. Yep. And then it's my number eight of the year, so it's four. So we're gonna give it a fifteen. Your number two is Oppenheimer, which gets ten points. It's my number five, seven points, so it gets seventeen. Um, you got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It was your number three, so it gets nine points. It was one of my honorable mentions, so it gets one. So it's a ten. A ten. Um, then we've got John Wick Chapter Four. It was your number four, so it gets eight. It was on my honorable mention. It's one, so it gets a nine. John Wick nine, and then what's next? Uh, the Holdovers is a seven. It's, it's number five, so it gets a seven. It's on my honorable mentions. It gets a one, so that puts it at an eight. Um, we have a lot. We did have a lot of crossover. I guess that's what you'd expect, though. Yeah. Um, Godzilla. It was your six. N- number six. So it gets a six. And it was my number three. So it gets a nine. So that puts it at 15 total. Wow. Um, Flip a coin. The creator. Highs. Uh, the creator is uh, number seven. It got a five points. It's not on my list. So it just gets five points. Um, Anatomy of a Fall was number eight on your list so it gets four points it was number four on my list it got eight points so that gives it a 12 total then we've got spider-verse that was number uh nine on your list gets three points it was number two on my list got 10 so that puts it at 13 total um you had elemental as your number 10 which got two points it was not on my list so it stays at the two um You've got Past Lives as an honorable mention. So you got one point for that. It was on my uh, number seven. So it got five points for me. So it's six total. Um, TMNT was just on yours. So that gets the one for honorable mention. MI7 just missed my list. So it just gets the one for your honorable mention. Um, air same story flash same and story. flash story same story and then if we look at my list <laughs> salt burn is just on my list it gets an 11 um because it's number one um that may come back to not be very fair um spider-man we already got it <laughs> got, we already got it. anatomy we already got it oppenheimer we already got it blackberry for me um it is number six, so it gets a six. Past Lives, we got it. Iron Claw, we got it. Creed, for me, uh, it was number nine, so it gets a three. Not on your list. Uh, Barbie uh, gets a two for me, being number ten. Not on your list. Uh, Holdovers, we got it. Killers of the Flower Moon, on just on my list with a one. John Wick, we got it. May December gets a one for my honorable mentions. And Guardians, we already got it. Okie doke. So any ties? Yeah, we got a couple. Um, so our number one movie with the highest combined score between the two of us is probably no surprise here. It's Oppenheimer. All right. So number one is going to be. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this down. All right. Number one.
Oppenheimer. That makes sense. Oh. I'm happy with that. Yep. And then our second highest score is 15, and we've got two movies with 15, oh, Iron right. Claw and Godzilla. I think we... Um, so Iron Claw is number one. I think it should be... I think it should win because it's number okay. one on your okay. list. Okay. I was about to say, I, I, I will... I will defer to your judgment on that, but I think Iron Claw should be number one on that. Yeah, I think it's number. I think I think it wins, and then I think Godzilla comes in at number three with a fifth score of fifteen as well. Um, sound good. And then what do we have next? So that was fifteen. Our next highest score is a Spider-Man Across the Spider Verse. at Our number combined. four. Wow, nice. Yeah, um, that comes in with a thirteen. It's because uh, um, it's because it was so high on mine. I mean, it was on yours too. And it's a thirteen. Um, number five on our list is uh, Anatomy of a Fall with twelve. So number oh. five is. Anatomy, Anatomy of a Fall. Yep. With a combined score of 12 for us. Um, That's a good top five. Oppenheimer, Iron Claw, Godzilla Minus One, Spider-Man Across the Fireverse, Anatomy of a Fall. Okay. Yep. Um, so here's where it gets. We've got five more that we both had on one of our lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would be five of the next six scores. The issue is, is the next score would be Saltburn, but it's not even on your list. So I don't think it should. Be. I think if if we the fact that we have ten on both of our lists, I think the ten should be on this list. I don't think Saltburn should be on it because it's not even on your list. Just because it gets it the is 11. your number one though. You, I mean, you want the Ben and Walker movie show number six movie of the year to be Saltburn? No, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it is. It's it's your number one. Oh, you know what? We I'm wrong. To- I didn't delete Anatomy. It has to be Saltburn. You're right. It has to be because we only yeah, have four left. Uh, All right. So sorry for it. <laughs> Got Saltburn as number six. Well, number seven, you'll be happy with. Not that it's lower than Saltburn, but that it's on the list is. Guardians Volume 3 with a 10 combined score from us. Um, Number 8 would be John Wick Chapter 4 with a 9 combined score. Um, John Wick Chapter 4? Alright, so the fact that Saltburn is on this list is hilarious, but it does like it it does need to be on here. It was your number one movie of the year. It would be wrong if we just left it out. Um, well, I appreciate it. I like the represented representation, but it's it's going to raise some eyebrows. Um, and will. we have two more. We've got we've got number nine is going to be the holdovers, um, with a combined score of eight. And I'm glad this made the cut here. Our number ten movie of the year is Past Lives with a score of six. Um, so I like this list. I mean, Saltburn's controversial but other than that i really like the list i'll I'll read it off in reverse order for us for everybody the ben and walker show ben walker movie show top 10 movies of 2023 from our combined scores 
Coming in at number 10 is Past Lives. Our number nine favorite movie of the year is The Holdovers. Our number eight movie of the year, John Wick Chapter 4. Our number seven favorite movie of the year is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And our number six for both of our favorite movies combined score of the year is Saltburn. God. Um, Number five, beautiful movie, Anatomy of a Fall. Mm -hmm. Number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, Godzilla Minus One. Number two, The Iron Claw. And number one, Oppenheimer. Those are those are those are really I mean, obviously I liked Saltburn, but the there's great top ten and a really great top five. I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. I mean Zoe I paints our picture. Can, I don't know if you can hear her downstairs, but obviously I think she has some objections to Saltburn being on this list. <laughs> um, oh. So you're gonna have to take that up with her. Um so good luck with that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, all jokes aside, I, I think this is a, a good combined list, um, of, of films here. I, 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 I do, um, surprise guardians is as low as it is, but it makes sense given that it was in your honorable mentions and stuff like that. Yeah. That's just been a lot of good movies and yeah, I'm, and I'm been. a sucker for a lot of these, I mean, past lives, anatomy of a fall, they really were, they, they. A lot of late movies got me. Now, Guardians was probably in the top five before December. I mean, like maybe that's not correct, but it. I, I mean, December. I mean, and and not necessarily surprisingly, had a bunch of bangers that that um, really uh, shifted and shook things up. Yeah, I I, oh. I like this list. It's a good list. It's a good list. I'm I um, I am uh, very pleased. Very very pleased with it. Well, um, as we wrap things up, I mean, there's a couple we've mentioned. I haven't seen, you know, Poor Things, American Fiction, um, Society of the Snow. Snow yeah. um, I haven't seen Bo is Afraid, I didn't see that um, which seems like it has the same audience as Saltburn in terms of who likes it. You might love uh, it. I'll probably hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, as as we see things, we'll 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 give you a little review on them, and we'll we'll tell you if they they would have made it into our list. Um. So, what are we doing uh, next week? Are we, are we doing a deep dive? Um. So, yes, next week we are doing a deep dive on um, a very, very, very popular movie that I may have talked about earlier in this show, uh, Mean Girls. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. All right. 20 years old? It is, man, which is, it. that just seems so wrong. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, yeah so we'll be watching Mean Girls this week. I'm probably going to watch the musical you know, afterwards I'll share, I'll, I'll get with you and share my thoughts on one of our upcoming shows. Once I see that, um, but I'm looking forward to it, man. You got anything else? Yeah, it'll be fun to discuss because that's it, man. That's all I got. Well, that does it for this week. Thank you all so much again for listening. If you're hearing this on Apple podcast or Spotify, 
Uh, thanks for watching. If you're catching us on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe for more movie talk each week. Uh, let us know below what were your top 10 of 2023. How how terrible was my list? Um, and was Saltburn number one on your list too, obviously. Um, how was it that that ended up on our, our combined top 10 is amazing. But you know what? It, I it, think we just love it. We just love I, I it. I think one uh, of us loves it uh, for sure. But <laughs> it needed to be on there, man. Well, as I said, it's been Ben and Walker. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.